Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. Let's pray. God, you are my smith. Forge me into the servant that you would have me to be. Hit me hard enough to brush the scale and impurities from my life. Draw out my life to the length you would have it. Make me tough enough to resist persecution and temper me so that I am hard enough to withstand my temptations. Lord, as I go through life, put me back into the fire from time to time to repair me as I get blemished with sin and when my life is over and the fires of life are all quenched, grant me a home with you in heaven. Amen. 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 All right, let's get into the brushing. So upcoming events at churches in the area at Rock Creek Church. We've got the student fall retreat coming October 15th through 17th. You can find out more at rockcreektexas.church. At Elevate Life Church, they've got the Men's Warrior Night coming September 17th. They've got She Time coming October 22nd, Carter Blood Drive, December 11th. For additional information, you can go to elevate.life. At Grace Point Family Church, there is a permanent food bank located at 505 North Powell Parkway. They're open on Mondays and Wednesdays from 4 to 7. Also open on Saturdays from 9 to noon. And for additional information, you can go to gracepointfamilychurch.com. And finally, questions, comments, and feedback, email us at mightyanvilpodcast at gmail.com. If you're not tech savvy, like I'm not, and don't want to download another app, listen to us on the web at themightyanvil.com. And find us on Instagram at mightyanvilpodcast. All right, ladies. We are having our ladies takeover today. What, what? What? Super excited. (laughs) So fired up. So, let you all know who we've got on today. Who wants to start? Introduce yourself, right on, right on. Introduce yourself, right on. <laughs> awesome. So, I'll kick us off. My name is Ashley Snelson. I'm super excited to follow my amazing husband's footsteps. Um, he was actually one of the guest speakers as well on the Mighty Anvil a few, Who's your husband? few months back. Oh, Theron Snelson. That's, that's actually... <laughs> Um, some may pronounce it as Theron Snelson. It's actually weird. Um, but Ashley Snelson from St. Louis, Missouri. And um, we have five incredible babies and one on the way. Whoop, it's so funny wow. because last introduction, Alan actually gave us a baby before oh, we found see. out. And so it's almost <laughs> like My the prophecy is already here. So, yeah. Totally right, um, and so three boys and soon to be or three boys and soon to be three girls. So we're super excited about that. Wow! And um, yeah, we live in Frisco. We have an incredible church home currently, and so uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But yes, three core values in life is generosity, love, and honor. So um, those are the three things that are top three. That's very important to me. And uh, life scripture is Romans five three. Um, and currently we attend Grace Point Family Church in Anna, Texas. Okay. 
Uh, my name is Mindy Michelle Eze, and I also live in Frisco, originally from the East Coast, New Jersey in the house. What? Hey. <laughs> Born in Brooklyn, New York, but raised in New Jersey, moved to Texas for work, and met my husband within a few months and never left. So this summer was 13 years in Texas. I love it. Um, I am a mama to two little boys, two and one years old. Yes, two and one. Um, it's very interesting <laughs> at my house. Um, I am a registered nurse and I run, I um, co-founded a nonprofit called The Blessing Project. Um, yes, we serve the homeless once a month um, in Dallas and we've been doing that for four years. Um, and let's see. Oh, I didn't mention that I'm married too. <laughs> you are very my husband, married. yes, I am very married. Um, my husband Mario has not been on the podcast, but he is friends with these um, lovely guys that run this show. So I'm sure he's coming. Um, and my core values that I um, hold very dear to my heart are respect, integrity, and servant leadership. And my current church home is Hope Fellowship in Frisco. Awesome. Well, I am Shannon Aniobi. Yes, I am the bride of Alan Aniobi. Um, so we have our little munchkin, which I'm sure you guys have heard of on the podcast. And I'm also growing our second child, our little girl, named to be determined. Um, top three core values would probably be honor, servant leadership, and family and then core scripture verse first peter 2 9 and our current church home is grace point family church all right and now let's take a short break and pay some bills this episode of the mighty anvil podcast is brought to you by our partners at a superior lawn superior service is no longer common we exist to change that from basic lawn care maintenance to landscape services and more. We deliver comprehensive service with excellence from the first service and every service to the 380 corridor. Call 214-302-7783 for your free estimate today. Got grass growing in your tree beds? Weeds infiltrating your flower beds? Call A Superior Lawn today. I mean, let's face it, this summer has been hot and busy. Who even has the desire or the time to mow a lawn? Stay inside, enjoy your summer, while my friends over at A Superior Lawn restore your green oasis. Call 214-302-7783 today. All right, welcome back to Ladies Takeover. So our title, I guess, if you will, of this week's podcast is Transitioning with Grace. Love it. Beautiful. Alan asked me what I was thinking of as far as the title, and, and I just that came to mind because I think when you're talking about the topic that we're talking about this morning, that's really what it takes on all sides. Absolutely. So we're talking about when you're leaving a church and going to another church, or if someone that you know is leaving the church that you've always been in with them, and they're going to another church, just transitioning with grace, whether it be your leaving or someone else's leaving, and basically how to keep those relationships intact, no matter if you're in the same place of worship or not. So, yep. 
Love we it. can start off with maybe a question and see where it takes us. Yeah, absolutely. Good. Okay. All in. So how do you deal with or process through the emotions involved with a church transition? That's a big one. What do you guys think? That's, we're starting off heavy. Yeah. yeah seriously. <laughs> it's a strong one. Um, I will say for me, um, honestly, I felt almost like I was going through a divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been through a divorce, but it felt like I was leaving my family, um, something that I've always known. Um, I felt guilty. Yeah. Um, I was anxious. Um, I didn't know how to tell people. Um, it was very emotional, I would say, when I realized that it was time for me to transition to another church. Mm. Um and even when we were leaving, we didn't even know where we were going. It was kind of a, a period of lostness mm-hmm. for a little while. Yeah. I would say for about, um, honestly, for six months to a year, we struggled. Um, didn't really know. We kind of hopped from different places. Um, so all that to say, it's very emotional. So if you are considering leaving your church or you have done that, um, just to kind of take it one day at a time. Um, there's really no right answer on how to feel. It's just an emotional journey and um, you just pray and take it one day at a time. It's really all you can do because it's, um, it's difficult. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would definitely say that, um, you know, one of the things that I had to really look into was the emotions that I was facing as we were transitioning from our previous church home to our current church home. Um, I had to ask these, ask the question, okay, are these from God? Like, are these emotions yeah. that I'm feeling, are they true emotions that, you know, um, that are healthy? Yeah. Um, because, you know, one of the things that I wanted to make sure that in our process, and really I just, I think with any transition, right, to make sure that there was no uh, room for offense. There was not any offense Absolutely. there. That was one emotion that I wanted to make sure and check at the door that I didn't have. Um, because if there's ever any reason to um, be offended, obviously we all have reasons, right? And so um, that was one thing I wanted to make sure I didn't have. But processing through all of the emotions, like Mindy stated, I mean, all of the above, right? I mean, at some point you feel a little anxious because um, for us, we grew the most at our previous church home. I mean, Absolutely. that is where we learned about serving leadership. Mm-hmm. We learned about, you know, um, how to do marriage, how to do, you know, family, how to do all those things that maybe um, weren't, um, I don't know, it weren't, it, they weren't solid examples as we were growing up. Mm-hmm. And so, um, of course, the anxiety being there and just knowing, okay, well, darn, how do we do this? You know, what does that look like? And so um, processing through those required a lot of prayer and a lot of patience with self. Um, Because I think I remember telling Shannon at one point, I was like crying in the closet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Because again, that fear set in, which I knew was not a God-given emotion. Like that, obviously fear is real, but I knew that that wasn't of God. Right. The fear that was setting in of, okay, so what does this look like? You know, what about my friendships? What about, you know, this? And that all of the things that was not tied at all to the church home, but more just 
the goodness from the church home, mm-hmm. I was fearing. And um, so just lots of prayer, lots of patience. And it's overwhelming um, sometimes. It's yeah. really overwhelming. Yeah. Spent a lot of time in worship. And I also wanted to make sure that it was less of me in this process yes. mm-hmm. and so much more of God. That's so good. Because to be honest with you, there was a lot of me I felt initially, which yeah. fits, you know? So to me it kind of felt a little bit like a grieving process. Yeah, I mean I absolutely, one hundred percent. All of the grieving emotions. There 1, was even anger in there and I'm yes. like Yeah. And that's like the you, stages Ashley, of grief almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Ashley you talked about like making sure you weren't offended. I mean in those times when I felt angry, I'm like, who are you mad at, bro? Like, yeah. get, <laughs> yes. what, what's your issue right yeah. now? And then, I mean, I honestly had to do a lot of soul searching, like, and checking myself and um, making sure that when I would talk to people about us transitioning, that I didn't let their emotions affect my emotions of because course. that's not really it's fair so because easy. people need time and space to process, process their emotions as well. I mean, I had plenty of emotions about it. I mean, I had been at our previous church for 13 years. Yes. I had um, a lot of seasons that I went through that that particular church really supported me, loved on me, that yeah. group of people. I mean, of course, I was, you know, suicidal with a plan at that church. I had gone through a um, very physically violent marriage and divorce in that mm-hmm. church. I had an unplanned pregnancy that came up in that church. Mm-hmm. I mean, growing like in every area you in that church. You met your husband at the church. I did sure meet my did. husband at that church. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay now. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Give me a butt of that later. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, anyways, reel it in. So, I mean, there is a, a lot to deal with. And I think just like finding whoever your, um, your people are that you can be honest with and mm-hmm. like share those raw emotions obviously your spouse being one of them hopefully that's the case for everybody um, I do understand though that sometimes if you are in a like thinking of transitioning to another church that you might not have that in your spouse because they might not be on the same page but hopefully you can still openly communicate about it yeah. but I think having people that you can safely go to and give all those emotions even if it is the anger or Mm -hmm. the sadness or whatever and no one trying to sway you one way or the other but just pointing you always back to God and always back to the Bible absolutely yeah when my um husband and I decided that we were going to leave our previous church um it took some time yeah I mean (laughs) we we were still going there knowing that it wasn't the right place for us but Mm -hmm. we were still going through those motions um Waking up on a Sunday and just getting there and just knowing this is not the right place. Um, and then leaving there and kind of not talking about it. It was almost uh, mm. awkward kind of time. Um, eventually, I don't really remember how it came up, but we eventually just kind of came to each other and realized that we both were feeling the same way. Yeah. Um, and so luckily we were on the same page and we were able to pray about it and decide, you know, okay, this is our time to transition. So... So how did that conversation come up, Mindy? Like, who asked it? Who initiated it? You know, I think I brought it up. You know, women, we like to talk. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, this is going to be a four-hour podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Buckle up. We like to talk. Just kidding. <laughs> so I, um, I brought it up to him and just asked him, you know, are you feeling the connection that we've, you know, 
originally felt, that drive, that passion, the, the connection that we felt when we came here, because I'm losing it. I'm not feeling that connection any longer. Um, and almost to the point where I'm walking in and I'm almost silently judging everything mm, and looking yes. around and just, you know, saying, I don't know, if, is that in the Bible? You know, I, I just was second guessing everything and questioning things. And that wasn't my normal behavior there. And so I just kind of asked him, are you feeling like maybe we need to transition to another church? Are you still feeling a connection here? And he was like, you know what? I think I'm struggling with those same feelings. And so that for us to admit that to each other was hard because we loved this place. Um, we were there all the time, serving, making friends, um, giving back, um, worshiping, crying, praying, all the things. Um, and as Ashley said, you know, that think that that was a church where I felt like I had grown the most in my adult life, Absolutely. you know, not my church where my parents were bringing course, me and right. my youth group life. You know, this was me as an adult making mm -hmm. these choices um, with my husband and growing together and loving on each other and others um, for the first time. Um, so for us to both admit that to ourselves was really emotional and difficult um, but yeah, I, I think I brought that up to Mario and um, we ended up having a conversation about, okay, what do we do now? You know, and even after we had decided it was time to go, we still kept going because we didn't know what, er what else to do. Right. It's just, we didn't know where else to go. Right. I mean, this was our home. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so yeah. we were just kind of like, well, we don't think we're supposed to be here but what, what do we go where do we mm -hmm. how do we even transition to another church like mm -hmm. we almost felt like we were cheating on yeah, <laughs> um, or like wait, <clears throat> how, how, do, how do we just not come because um, we had that dedication and that connection and yep. that honor for the where we were so um, that's kind of how we got to that moment okay. but that's a perfect transition to the next question. How do you and your significant other navigate through different viewpoints as it relates to transitioning church homes? Mm. So definitely, I'll take a stab at that, I guess, initially. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because, so Therod and I, I mean, literally, we have done everything even before uh, marriage together. Like, it was always like, okay, we're on the same page. Yes. You know, let's run youth track together. Let's go to the same college, you know. Um, <clears throat> this was one season in our life where it was just like he was, you know, when you asked that question, Shannon, about how did the conversation came, come up, um, you know, it was something that I did feel. But sometimes, you know, what happens is, you know, we are, that feeling was just laying dormant. And I really didn't, you know, I just kind of ignored it. Mm -hmm. um, it was one of those things where I knew, okay, at some point there were a few seasons where I thought, hmm, what if, what does that look like? But, um, you know, I just still kept that and just brushed over it and just mm -hmm. like, no, that's a silly thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Cause it's, it almost seems impossible. It does. Yeah. You're like, yeah. why would I even think why about that? Ever? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> because our last, our last church transition made sense because we were transitioning from Missouri to Texas. Right. right. So it was kind of like, that's easy. You yeah. have to find a new church yeah. home at that point. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, unless now we have, we're in the virtual era, so technically you don't, but today, but you know, back then it was just like, we didn't have zoom and all the other fun yeah. things that we have now. Um, but you know, so he actually brought it up to me, 
And um, he was just like, this is what we're, you know, this is what God has been speaking with me on, you know, and he already knew this is where we're going. I already know exactly, you know, where God is calling us to be. I've been in a lot of prayer about this. And so initially I thought I fought it, you know, and I'm Mm -hmm. just being honest. I thought, you know, no way. What are you thinking? That's insane. Um, do you not realize, like, I mean, this is where we do everything. This right. is our life. Yeah. Um, even, you know, transitioning from a servant leadership team to another mm-hmm. servant leadership team within the house at that point was still kind of a struggle because it was like, this is what I know. Right. Um, and so he would, you know, encourage me. I understand I'm being patient, but just know that God has spoken to me about this. Um, I know where we're supposed to be. I know the mission that God has called for our life. And so, um, you know, I honestly, with a lot of fighting and screaming, you know, in it, you know, <laughs> mentally, um, I think I even talked to Shannon about that. Like, I'm having the hardest time. But just knowing that my, um, you know, part of my life process, of course, as an adult, as a married woman, is that I obviously have to follow the lead of my husband. Absolutely. And so in that, you know, I just thought, okay, Lord, I am totally submitting to you. And um, in that, I'm trusting that obviously you've already spoken to my husband and that I have to just submit to that. I have a question, Ashley. So you said that you originally had those feelings, but they were dormant. Mm -hmm. Did you reveal that to him when he told you? (laughs) I did. Or did you? (laughs) You know, I did. I said, you know, there was one point where I thought this. But then, you know, I just I just didn't think anything of it because. You know, I just thought that's such a crazy thought. Right. Do that, you there. know? Yeah. Um, I is. did admit that. I did yeah. admit that. It took a little bit because, yeah. you it's know, hard. part of my personality type is like, I'm always right. Right. Facts. Right? <laughs> Obviously. So, Clearly. Um, admitting anything guess. at this point, yeah. I mean, <laughs> who admits? No. So, you know, um, but I had to, you know, at that point because yeah. I was just like, wow. And some of the things that he started to reveal to me as it relates to, like you mentioned, our connection and our growth and what that looked like. Yeah. It was just like, oh, my goodness, you're right. And it wasn't, like I said, going back to, it wasn't like, oh, this is, you know, a negative. Or it was 1,000%. This is where we feel like we are being called. Mm -hmm. And we are a part of this mission. And so we need to just hang on and and follow that. And so, um, but, yeah, it was hard. It was hard. You know, going back to the emotions, it was very hard. Um, but we were very, very real about our emotions. I mean, there was a lot of just one-on-ones. Yeah. Um, we always like to call like some the best date nights, just as a side note, uh, <laughs> especially if you have multiple children and sometimes babysitters are an issue. Um, our back porch is our date nights. We'll put the kids I to bed it. and we'll light a fire and we just cook yes, and honey. we eat on I the back porch. Fire. I love and we, that. And we call like our, you know, we call it our, um, our, our fireside chats. That's what Aww. we always call them. And so whenever we're faced with something, the Ron's always like fireside chat time. And I'm just like, yes, fireside chat. So mm. we did a lot of those in that season where That's it was just beautiful. like, we could spend a lot of that time one-on-one to really yeah. discuss and process through our emotions. Because for me, we had two different experiences in the house, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, he was given the experience from the perspective that he, the journey that he walked as a male in the house and the journey that I walked as a female in the house. Right. Coming from two different. Very different. Yeah. Different perspectives. Yep. We had different types of relationships there, although yeah. we did have some similarities. Um, you know, I mean, there was experiences that I had that, you know, he, he didn't, didn't have. have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's kind of, that's, we just talked it out a lot. Yeah. We talked it out a lot. We followed God in that. 
and I had to follow him. Hundred percent. And one of the best. I mean, it, it didn't obviously didn't fail. It's awesome. What about you, Shannon? So. Like you, Ashley, I mean, when, so I'm from Wisconsin originally. Alan says he's from Wisconsin, too. That's a whole other side note. He was only there for five minutes. That's a whole other topic. <laughs> Anyways, so I love the it. church that I came from before um, moving to Texas, I had been in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And that was my, I had one prayer for God when I was moving to Texas. Lord, I don't care what else you do. I have to have a good church home. 100%. That's a non-negotiable yes. for yeah. me. And God place this church in my lap pretty much and it like as soon as I walked in I mean just the message was like like fresh water to my yes. soul mm. it was amazing and I'm like oh thank you Jesus yes you just so, couldn't get enough couldn't get enough honey mm-hmm. couldn't stay out of the building yeah and so um I started feeling something different and I had to again check myself and make sure that okay it was like during covid and during like people staying home and what what are these feelings i'm feeling because i would never in a million years if anybody would come to me and said to me a year before covid hit that i was gonna sometime at some point leave the church that i was at oh i know yeah i mean it would have been a colorful conversation like, oh that yeah was a yes. non-negotiable for sure. yeah like, for sure it's your you, home yeah like I did mean. you bump your head i'm not leaving yeah yes. you know and so for these feelings to come up in me it was weird, and, and I took a minute to process them, too, because I was like, Lord, like, check my heart. Like, yes. what what is going on here? Like, was something said from stage that I didn't like? Am I offended? Do I need to go and repent? Um, you know, like, what what is it that's going on here? And I wanted to make sure that I kind of checked myself a little bit before bringing it to Alan, but at the same time, Alan knows me. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, sometimes as good as I know myself, I mm-hmm. think. And so he's going to know, like, when I'm, like, kind of off on something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I brought it up to Alan at first. And, and there had been some situations where him and I talked about, like, a certain, you know, message that we watched or something like that and had some conversations about that. But it was never, like, oh, we're leaving the church. We're done with this. Like, it was never from that place. And then I just got to the point where, um, like you were saying, Minnie, like, just being in the house, it, it honestly... It honestly broke my heart. Yeah. Because that's the place that I had been for yeah. mm-hmm. so long. And so to, to be in there and to not have it feel like home like yeah. it had been for so yes. many years totally threw me off. Yeah. And almost felt like a stranger for a little bit. Yes. I went to a women's event one night and I literally felt like a stranger. Yeah. No. And no one had done anything no. or said anything like no. out of the ordinary. No one had done anything differently. It was just different. It was something in me. And I remember going home and I told Ellen, I was like, baby, I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is about. And I'm like, and he's like, you know, and he wasn't, he wasn't, you know, at that place at that time. He right. was obviously about it. And so we kept going and, and I just started to, it was almost distracting to be in there. Yes. Like I couldn't actually hear the message. And yep. I kept like praying and like asking God, like, Lord, check me, check me, check me. Like, Lord, I need to have like my spirit fed. And it felt so good to like be in the church. But at the same time, it didn't feel like that was my church anymore, which was so weird. It mm-hmm. felt like I was like at a conference or something, yeah. like a business conference mm-hmm. or like it just didn't feel like a church. I mean, I walked these halls barefoot. Like I just, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like, like I, it was home. <clears throat> And, um, but at the end of the day, Ellen and I had conversations and I was like, honey, at the end of the day, cause he was praying about it and he was seeking wise counsel. 
And I'm like, at the end of the day, if God shows you that this is still our home church, I'll let you know that like, I'm going to have some emotional response about that. Like I'm probably going to cry and I'm probably going to be upset. I need you to know that ahead of time and be okay with it, but know that I'm going to follow your lead a hundred percent. And eventually like I will get over this because if God's leading you that way, he's going to lead me the same way. You're covering over our household and I'll get back into serving and, and we'll move past this and it'll be fine. Like no problem. And I meant that wholeheartedly because I trust Alan, like Mm -hmm. it's my husband, you know? Yeah. And I knew God was leading him. Mm. And so um, he was searching for just knowing like the right way to go and praying about it and like talking and, you know, and we just kept open communication, honestly, between the two of us, even if it was ugly stuff. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. For sure. Yeah, I know. That's healthy. It's got to be discussed otherwise. And I think it's... um, you know, not just church, any transition in life is hard, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, yep. anytime God shifts you to change, um, it's going to be hard. There's yeah. one book that we love. It's called Who Moved My Cheese. I don't know if y'all have heard of it. So funny. Super small. I love that Super book. cute. Oh, I'm all about the story line. Short it's, read. Um, short read. You could probably read it today, yeah. right? Uh, Spencer Johnson. And talks about, like, you know, making that comfortable transition. And knowing that when change happens, change is not always bad. Mm-hmm. I think as humans, sometimes we obviously fight change so much um, because it's just, to us, it just feels like an unnatural process in a lot of cases, but change does not always mean um, a negative. And sometimes it yeah. brings up negative responses because we're just routine, right? Um, and also I mean, there's fear there. There's fear yeah. there. <laughs> I mean, if I like my Starbucks and you tell me now to start going to scooters, that's an issue for me, right? <laughs> Although I love scooters. Um, but it's always a change. Yeah. And it's always going to bring up some type of emotions, emotions yeah. in that process. Oh, that's so, good. I need yeah. to read that book. How do you guys think that we can encourage those difficult conversations when it's time to transition? That's a great question. Great question. Because it's difficult. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, part of that, I think, is always, and I know for some, they're just like, okay, that's pretty, but always being in prayer about how 100%. to have those conversations. And not just the how-to, the timing. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. Because I know in my life personally, there's been times where, I know that a conversation needs to happen, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, I maybe have had it at the wrong time. Yeah. And so the person on the other end of the receiving end of that conversation mm. um, was not in preparation to receive what I was giving. So for me, I would say, honestly, lots of prayer uh, would be my encouragement if people need to have those difficult conversations and they're harboring it. Um just being in lots of prayer and making sure that they're discerning the proper time. Yes. For complicated conversations. Even yeah. in your marriage, sometimes you think, okay, I just need to get it off and just say it right now. No, I mean, Theron knows that I am a PM person. Don't bring conversations up in the AM. <laughs> like, that's, that's wisdom, right? right? And so if you dump on me at 7 AM, I'm not receiving it very well. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm just using it as a still example, but really just knowing the timing as well. I would just encourage people to really pray about that. I love that. I think also going into it 
being prepared to really hear the other person out mm. and being prepared for whatever emotions they might have based on that conversation. Yep. And, and like I said earlier, like kind of giving them like space and room for them mm-hmm. to have their own emotions, That's but good. for you not to take them personally, like yeah. they're just getting this information in this moment. That's so good. And so it's not about you and your relationship with them. It's about the information they're trying to process. Right. I guess that is, brings us kind of to the next question yeah. is, how do you have the conversation with your friends and family about your church transition? Mm. Um, I will say um, I had one friend um, that I knew it was going to be difficult to have the conversation with. Mm -hmm. Um, But she was so gracious um, and loved me anyway. That's good. That was not the response that I received from others. So that was difficult. Um, she ensured me that our friendship would continue no matter where we went to church. And um, she kept that promise. I love it. And so she stayed at that church and that was okay. Mm-hmm. And I struggled and church hopped and figured out my way and found where I was going to go and um, I will say that we're still friends to this day. I love it. Um, Because it doesn't matter where you go to church. Jesus is in all of our churches and in our hearts. Mm -hmm. So um, just knowing that I did have that one relationship that was able to stand that difficult transition um, was very comforting. And it reminded me of the love of Jesus because sometimes you feel like, you know, you're, you're, when you're transitioning, you're kind of leaving everything that you know. Mm -hmm. And, um, sometimes the people that you're leaving don't want to be supportive of that. Right. Um, and so to see that and to feel that hurt is difficult. Mm -hmm. Um, but there are some that will, you know, stand the test of time, no matter what. Good. Um, and also, I had to be very particular about what I was saying about the previous church. Yes. <laughs> to that friend? To that friend. Yes. <laughs> um, because I knew that I was having my emotions oh, and my so process. Good. Yes. And I did not want to push any of those emotions that's or so processing good. on her because I knew that that wasn't the time. That's so yes. good. Because she was still at that time, that was her church home and yes. she was serving and she was dedicated and she was growing and she was mm-hmm. having a good experience. So I love that. why would I come in with my journey and experience and try to persuade her to do something that God was not calling her at that time to do. That's such a good point because so many people think because she's my friend, because she's the closest to me, I should be able to dump those emotions Mm -hmm. when in fact you show great honor by the opposite saying, you know, because she's my friend, I won't, I won't do that. I love that. And I, I didn't say a word of negativity um, to her about actually, I think we even stopped talking about the church. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> there was other things. To there talk was about. yeah, <laughs> for some years we just didn't talk about it. Like it yes. just wasn't. I mean, 
just wasn't a conversation. Uh, yeah. Um, and that was fine. Yeah. That yeah. was okay. We both knew that we loved Jesus and um, she was going to her church and I was going to mine and our friendship was our friendship. Didn't matter it. where we went to church. Um, and so uh, I just made sure I, every time I wanted to in my spirit to say something negative or to bring up something negative, I checked myself and I'm yeah, like, no, so that's not, that is, she is going to have her own experience there. And I, how dare you try to, yes. to pull her from what God is clearly calling her to still be. So uh, she'll have her own experience and maybe one day she won't go there or maybe she'll still be going there. Yeah. And it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. That's so good. Yeah. It doesn't that's matter. So good. That's so good. Because God is having his own experience with each one of us yeah. and we will walk the our walk with him and if it's time for us to go it's time for us to go and if yeah. it's not that's okay too yeah. i love it doesn't matter doesn't matter so Beautiful. um i love that having that experience with that friend really helped me and um just proved that you know there are still true relationships outside of the transition you know, it doesn't, so good. the relationship doesn't have to end if the transition is difficult or challenging. Um, it's, it can still happen, you That's know, good. so just know that, you know, if you are going through those transition and you're afraid, um, of losing your friends, um, um, losing your family, those that you feel, you know, so attached to just, you know, be in prayer about it and be honest and like Ashley said, make sure it's the right timing yeah. um, and make sure that you're not trying to persuade the person to have your experience. 100%. Right. Because it's not right. what God is calling for you to do. Right. That's amazing. I've, I've been on both ends of that where um, I was at a church and people were leaving. And I've also been on the side where I was leaving and people were still there. And so, I mean, what you said, Mindy, is eloquent i mean that was beautiful and to a t perfect yes i mean like on the end where like you're listening to someone leaving the church that you're still fully devoted to yeah. and then like supporting them and loving on them as they're leaving it just makes me think about i think sometimes relationships can become convenient mm -hmm. and so i think sometimes when you're like you know you're going to see that person every Sunday. Right. It's a built-in date that you have every With that week. Person. Of course. And so you don't have to be intentional about that no, relationship. No. It's just, it's being placed in your lap. There's no effort that you really have to be making in order to sustain it. Right. And I think that that's when relationships get kind of tricky when you're, when someone's leaving a church, whether it be yourself or, or someone else, if your relationship is strong and you're devoted to that relationship, it's, it's a, it's literally a, a choice. Right. Like, are you going to... Because now that built-in date is gone. Exactly. And you're going to have to make additional effort... Yes. ...to keep that relationship exactly. going. So is it important enough for you to keep that friendship mm -hmm. or is it not? Yeah. Or was it always just convenience? Right. And that's what I think, you know, the we sometimes, as you know, we just go through life doing the cordials. Right. Like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, we'll connect at some point. Oh, yeah, girl. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, yeah, I'm praying for you. You know, we just do those things in passing. Exactly. Um, but do we stop and pray or, oh, yeah, you know, let's let's get a, t a date on the let's schedule. Let's pull our phones out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like being yeah. so intentional. And what happens is I think as we're going through those transitions, of course, and the response, honestly, 
I wonder because, you know, if we were moving to a different state, Mm-hmm. Then it'd be like, oh, that's of given. Of course. Right. Accept it. Yeah. I miss you. But if we're in the same state, it's like, what? Yeah. You know, for some people, almost yeah. as if you're now, you know, like tainted, right? Yeah. yeah. That's the unhealthy piece. Yeah. Yes. And I think that when you start seeing the taint in relationships based upon where you choose to worship, mm-hmm. when we're all one tribe, right? A tribe doesn't, that's so a hard. tribe is not defined by my location a no. tribe is defined by like you mentioned who i choose to worship exactly and as we're all believers mm-hmm. in christ um we're all one big tribe right yeah. so i love you regardless yeah and like you mentioned i mean to have so many memories and experiences be thrown out the window based upon a location it sounds bananas to me it does you know it um, doesn't even make sense logically no but it it happens it happens and i will say that that happened to me i mean i felt like some people were just kind of like okay you don't go here you you don't you're not cool enough yeah you know that's yes oh well how do you keep from getting offended that's hard you want me to ask it Okay, ladies, so here's a hard one. So how do we keep from getting offended, whether it be someone telling you that they're leaving the church, that you're still 100% in, or you're the one leaving, and then other people are having their responses, obviously, about your departure. Great question. Actually, we had an experience where it was 1,000% open door for full offense based on their response, Mm -hmm. where the response was almost disrespectful. Mm. You know, um, I do. I will say that it's going back to what you mentioned, Shannon, about understanding that everyone's response is not going to be exactly what you would expect yes. it to be, and not taking mm-hmm. it on, and not yeah. taking it on, and having and having enough grace to say, "Okay, wow, that hit me where it hurt," mm-hmm. but. Um, I respect where you are mm-hmm. and, um, you know, just understanding that when the offense starts to set, because it is natural. I mean, let's just be honest. Like yeah. if someone, if someone literally says something to you or, you know, you're mean, going to be hurtful. offended. Yeah. yeah. You're, I mean, like for a second there, you're just going to be like, okay, really seriously. Right. And you may Hold even up, like, honey. you may even say something back. Right? <laughs> you may have to repent after the conversation. Um, Jesus. like that's just being real. Um, <laughs> but you know, the reality is just saying, okay, you know what? Honestly, I understand where you're coming from. Right. Um, no, I don't understand where you're coming from, but I, more than this, I understand that you right you now can't process hurt. through your emotions. Exactly. You're just as hurt. As hurt you know, people it, hurt people. Exactly. Yes. And um, just having a lot of patience. Yeah. And honestly, Shannon, you know, if that person or that or those people aren't willing to fight with you in that decision, because think about it. I mean, when we're actually when we are all committing to each other in relationship, that's good, bad, ugly. Yeah. Right. Regardless of my, yeah. my life experiences, this if is I'm me. going down this journey, this is me. And, you know, if you're not willing to wholeheartedly accept me for me. Um, especially when I've already communicated with you that this is a journey that God has me on. Right. Who are you to determine that your yes is bigger than God's yes? Yeah. I mean, come on now, really? Yeah. So that's what helps the offense for me is just more of like, okay, you do you in your season and in your process. That's cool. But if I'm super confident that this is where God is leading my family, 
there should not be any swaying in my decision mm-hmm. or in our relationship because I am so strong on the journey that my Heavenly Father has me on. Right. right. If you sign up for it or not, that's where my family is going. Right. And I think it's fair say that, and we, we have all sat down and had this conversation, yes. right, at different yes. times of life. I think it's fair that me as your friend, that I, it's fair, I think, for me, if you're leaving the, a church that we're all at, I think it's fair for me to ask you, like, hey, sweetheart, can I ask you, like, your heart behind this? Right. And, and just and almost absolutely. like, your, like your, um, your sister or if it was, you know, guys having this conversation guy to guy, like, holding each other accountable, like, hey, is, is anything bothering you yeah is 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 offense in in here at all for you and if if it is like as your sister i love you and i don't want you to leave out of offense i want you to leave out of a good place exactly and being okay with that with that uh relationship to be able to um to have that conversation and for the other person not to get offended that you're asking that question and understand like the heart behind it right um i actually had a conversation recently um with a couple that um to be honest, I was offended by, I mean, mm-hmm. I had, I had a list of things that I thought that they did wrong as, mm-hmm. as we exited our previous church and, um, you know, just groups that we were involved in. And then when we didn't show up, we never got like called just, you yeah. know, people process differently and, that's you know, okay. and, and that's okay. Like you said grieving, you know, hundred percent for sure. And so I waited until I, cause I thought it was all on them. And then <laughs> God's so good. He checked me which I love, um, and showed me that I actually was offended and I needed to repent. They owed me nothing. 100%. I owed them an apology. I was the one in the wrong. Um, Whether I liked how they processed their emotions about us leaving or not, that wasn't for me to process or to deal with. That was between them and God. Mm -hmm. And so what I love about the timing about that is I waited until I felt like I wasn't going to go in there and act a fool. And God dealt with me in the meantime, and then that opened up a beautiful conversation with me and them. And they were able, the woman especially, was able to share her heart with me that, hey, sis, what all that was about was I know what you were bringing at this church, and I was sad for that church not to be receiving that anymore wow. from you. Wow. And then I was just like, well, honey, when you would send me, you know, pictures or texts or whatever, how I took that as is that, you know, you weren't supporting my decision or right. loving me in my like, decision because look what I you're missing still out on bring the greatness. Yes. It's just at a different place of worship. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, all Christians in the world can't be in the same building. No. So it's ludicrous. It's like, ridiculous. It's okay if we all go to a different <laughs> church. Yes. And, and I'm like, what if that new home, it's time for them? Right. I mean, I think about that. You know, a lot of times, what if we need to move out of the way mm-hmm. for that new thing? And then for someone else to be able to step into that and provide right. their gifting. And receive what we and receive. Exactly. Yeah. And receive, exactly. And then you so provide good, that Ashley. somewhere so else. Good. You know what so I mean? So um, It's kind of like, you know, if my kids are crying, like if Chase falls down the stairs or hits his lip or something, like, you know. Heaven forbid. Please don't do no, that. No, no, no. But Chase daily. I mean, he's, he's the one. <laughs> but if he, you know, but if he does oh, that boys, and he's boys, crying boys. and I pick him up and I'm just like, oh, baby, I'm so sorry. You know, you, you hurt yourself. It'd be crazy for Kennedy to start crying and saying, why aren't you loving on me? It's like, no, in this moment, Chase needs me. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so... 
I just think sometimes it's crazy to believe that. I mean, at this moment, they need you. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's okay. That's so good. There's no way that every Christian in the world could go to the same church. No. I mean, you totally hit the nail no. on the head. Yeah. It's ludicrous. That's, that's ludicrous. It's just, yeah. So that's good. That's good. Sounds like we probably answered a few questions in one, huh? <laughs> yeah, yes. We did. Um, we did. So, Any uh, other thoughts or questions that y'all have before we start to wrap up? I would say um, I would like to talk to the person that is remaining at the church and you have a friend or family member that's transitioning out. There is an opportunity for you there to show the love of Christ that is full of grace and love and respect. Yes. Um, And so don't lose that opportunity to provide that because um, pushing the person away or ignoring them or bullying them, um, none of that's going to get them to come back. Right. Um, it's actually pushing them further away. Yes. And so just be mindful of your own behavior. Um, if you are the person that's remaining and somebody is transitioning out, just know that as you all have heard us today, you know, it's difficult for that person to decide to leave. So pray for them, yeah. call them, check on them, mm-hmm. um, remind them that you love them um, because they're pretty much going through what, I mean, like I said earlier, I felt like I was going through a divorce. Yeah. You know, it's your church home is, you know, it is your home. It's where you have your spiritual connection with the Lord. It's where you fellowship with other Christians. It's such a strong place to be. And so to decide to leave that is very difficult. Right. And so you have an opportunity to show the love of Christ and continue to be there for that person, even if they're not um, at your church every Sunday. Just, um, I would like to encourage you to, to do that for them because it's so, so hard. Um, and then to have people kind of push you away at that time um, is also a difficult part of that transition. So if you are the person that's remaining, be kind. Mm. That's so good. Be in that's prayer. Good. That's good. I think I've got two final thoughts. One, um, if you are the person leaving, it can feel like you're on an island. Mm-hmm. Don't be on the island. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Find a group or even one person mm-hmm. that you can talk to, that you can share those feelings with, that you can be completely raw with. Mm-hmm. And you know that they're going to be praying genuinely for your best interest, not of what course. benefits them or feels good to them or whatever, but genuinely has your back. You're not alone in this. So if someone's listening to this and you are either thinking of leaving your church or you have left your church, and you're on that island, you've got three families here represented that have been through this process. You're not alone. You're going to get through it. Find those people to talk to. Stay close to God. Keep yes. that worship music on. Yes. My second thing is for you um, that are, that's leaving the church as well. Don't associate or listen to people that have anything negative to say about the church that you're currently leaving or mm-hmm. thinking of leaving. That's not going to help your process. It's no. actually going to make your process harder and it's going to last longer because you're going to have a lot more apologies to be made to, to people as well as to God. And yes. I think it's going to slow your process down because you're going to need to heal and that takes time. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's good. And I would definitely say um, don't take 
too much time in the midst of the transition. Meaning, yeah. like, don't allow the enemy to creep in where you're just like, okay, especially right now in this season, it's so easy to leave a church home and say, or oh, I'll watch something online right. or I'll, you know, get plugged in and yeah. engaged. Like, yeah. you need to be with the body of believers in so this good. most vulnerable time Very and vulnerable. most vulnerable season. And I'm sure as most of you know that are listening, um, in our most vulnerable times is when the enemy thinks he can just creep his head in yeah. and really just take over. And so you just need to be very sensitive in this season and know that, um, you know, like Mindy said, you know, for some it's like, okay, I'm going through a breakup or a terrible divorce. Mm -hmm. I mean, even in those seasons, it's so easy for the enemy to step in yep. and, you know, pour your heart, with, you know, pour out the lies and the offense and all the reasons why. And then I've, I've known a lot of people to say, okay, I'm leaving a church and doing nothing. Yeah. Right. And yep. that is not God's way. No. You don't leave a church to leave the body. Like, right. Because obviously the church is a perfect place with imperfect people. And you don't utilize, you don't use the experiences with those imperfect people to say, yeah. I'm leaving Christ. Right. Um, that is just, to me, um, the biggest thing is just, don't wait too long. Get, you know, get plugged into a church home that God has led you to. Um, and just know that if you are leaving it in a spirit, spirit of offense to check that because the new church home, whoever is leading that church home, whoever's in that church body, they'll also offend you. You've got to check that spirit and know, okay, we will all at some point get offended about something. Um, that can't be your base point for leaving a house. 100%. Right? Um, and just really just pray and have patience with yourself, patience with others around you, and um, follow God's lead, not your own. Um, I will say as we close, like there was, there, was a, there was a time years ago where both Deron and I felt like, oh, should we, should we not? And that was us. That wasn't God because mm -hmm. there were so many people calling us with this great exit. And it's just like, no, that's not where God has us. Yeah. Like, that's why I love that, Mindy. Right. Um, but follow God, not you. That's so in that. That's just. I want to share a quote that I found um, that's talking about uh, transitioning church. Um, and it says, say goodbye well. Don't burn relational bridges. Affirm the good in what you see in the church that you are leaving. Because remember, at one point, you thought it was awesome. It's so good. It is good. I love that. So, all right. Uh, the men will be back next week to yeah, close out. the men. <laughs> yes. They will be back to close out season three and give a preview of what's to come in season four. Yeah. But awesome. first, I just want to give a big shout out to Scott and Alan. Thank you yes. for allowing us to do this. Ooh, this um, is so awesome, thank guys. Thank you, guys. guys. We love the opportunity. Let's go to Jesus. Love it. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to come before you. Lord, we thank you for, um, Lord, this podcast. Lord, for these men. Lord, for what you put inside of them, Lord, that seemed like it started out as a seed. And now you're just continuing to bless it. Lord, we ask that you please continue to bless every single thing that Every single person that's a part of this podcast puts their hands to you, Lord. Lord, let it glorify you. Lord, we ask that the words that us ladies shared in this podcast would um, just bring healing and clarity and restoration, maybe even an answer if someone's waiting, Lord, to know what to do or how to move, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that um, you're going to use us in mighty ways, Lord. And we just thank you, Lord, that 
you're an awesome daddy, and we just love you. We praise you and give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. Thank you, ladies. Sign it off. Bye. Hello. <laughs>